0: Me, uh update you on these uh, on these injuries so the only two that we have that won't practice today and they're they're really still kind of week to week or are, uh, are Camus with the hamstring strain and Benny Benny Logan uh with the with the left groin strain so both of those will uh, not practice today um Michael Kendricks Jordan Matthews uh, leotis Jason Peters the guys I mentioned on Monday um, they will all four of them will practice today and uh and uh, will be obviously available for the game in terms of the 50-degree, why <coughs> a defensive line as opposed to be a defensive line? Well, right now, with the injury to Benny, and, and you're down to three, and uh, um, as much rotating as we do uh, with that group, um, we felt the need to bring a fourth in. Doug, both you and Dallas are at the top with regard to rushing attempts per game uh, and at the bottom of the league in pass attempts. Just with respect to your team, do you think that would be any different if you had a veteran quarterback? I mean, how much of it is is Carson related? You know what? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, and, and I say that is because both teams have the ability to run the football. It just helps. It helps your passing game. And and I think both teams know that they. You know, we both have young quarterbacks, and and uh, we've got to rely a little bit on defense. Got to rely on special teams, and that running game becomes so important. Uh, the challenge is obviously, on the on the offensive line and the runners. So, you know, um, it's also been a formula uh, league-wide. You know, you're seeing you're seeing teams that are having success because they're running the ball, and 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 that's okay. That's okay. Uh, you know, as long as you can do that and you, you still find a way to win the game, then, then I'm okay with that too. So you came from a system, or at least a, a coach of a system that generally didn't <coughs> run the ball very much. Um, it was more pass-first. Um, is this where you stray from from Andy? I, I think I think a little bit I do, but at the same time I think too the sometimes games games dictate that, uh, the personnel dictates that. Uh, I've played the quarterback position and I know how important the run game can be. Uh, your friend and uh, and 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 it just opens up so much. It opens up your drop back game. It opens up your play action pass game. So I just think that that uh, you know where we are right now. Um, yeah, we're going to continue to, to pound the football and and. Uh, um, you know um, utilize our our passing game where where we where we see fit and, and how how uh, you know how we're also protecting during that game With Prescott do you see any similarities between those two and what are some of the differences between those two Well the similarities number one they 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 they're, they're proven they're the proven winners I mean they know how to win they know how to lead their teams they they uh, nothing seems to be too big for either one of them you know uh, they take it in stride. Um, The the ability to protect the football, um, you know, I think is through these first, you know, six, seven games like this has been has been crucial. Um, You know, differences, I think, you know, Carson could be a little bit bigger. Uh, They're both very athletic, though. That's a similarity, Um, you know, and just and not not really knowing him personally and just knowing our guy, um, you know, I, I think they both prepare extremely well. Um, definitely utilize their strength of their team and and um, you know two good offensive lines, two you know good run games. Um, I mean, there's, they're they're very they're probably more similar than they are not. You know, uh, in my opinion. And why are they more ready for the NFL from where they came from, and why does it seem more young quarterbacks are more ready when they come to the NFL? I just think I just think these guys are. Are are they're, they're coming out of school, out of college, a little more more NFL ready, a little more NFL prepared, um, you know, to handle number one the the rigors of an NFL season. These guys come out of I know Carson, you know, North Dakota State, and, you know, versus SEC or Pac-12 or whatever, but they they've they know how to handle success. They know how to handle media. They know how to handle fans. And I think I think they're just genuinely more prepared, coming to us at this level. And then, to their credit, it's how well they've prepared themselves to be in this position. Um, you know, they 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 all strive to one day play in the National Football League, and it's their goal to play in the National Football League. And um, you know, these guys are vowed and determined to, to one day get there. And so they set goals for themselves. And then when they're here, they want to see the field and 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 when they do, it's just uh, it's how well they, they handle it all. And both guys are, are uh, I think, the, you know, in our case, how well he, he prepares himself during the week, um, you know, his leadership ability. And all that is just taught at an early age. And you kind of just have it. And some guys have it, some guys don't. Both of these guys have it. Based on, on what you just said about Prescott, I mean, are, are you surprised that he lasted into the fourth round? I mean, and is that something you kind of, tell right away about a quarterback like you know how he has it or not? I mean you, you don't really in a quarterback situation you're not going to really know until you get him in your building and you start working with the kid and and, uh, and get him introduced to your system. You know um, it, it, it depending on where you fall in the draft I, I, you know it's all based on what a team needs obviously at that time and and um, you know I mean. Tom Brady. I mean, you can go down the list of guys that that got passed up and are you know uh, over over time. And um, I'm not surprised, you know, that Dak is having the success he's having. Uh, I think he's that type of guy. We had him here this spring in our building, and and I really liked him, liked everything about him um, as a quarterback. I think, you know, you do your due diligence on all the quarterbacks in the draft, those that are, you know, and say the upper half of the board, and. Um, you just want to make sure that you're you're exhausting everything about them, and um, so wherever you end up and uh, you know you just have to once you get there make the most of that opportunity and he's obviously done that. in that how much are they right now how are they are they as good as they down the line. Yeah, I mean both these guys are are, are playing extremely uh extremely well and at a high level right now. But it's that offensive line that that, that is really kind of uh, taking it upon themselves to, to, number one, protect Dak and then open up the lanes for, for uh, Zeke. And, you know, um, we all know the type of runner that, that Elliott is. And, um, you know, it's it's no surprise that he's having the success either that, that he's having, you know, based on his ability and what he can do out of the backfield, run in and catch the ball. But it really starts with that offensive line and, and then... Um, you know, obviously Dak protecting the football and not not hurting that team. Coach, how do you how do you approach a rivalry week like this? I know that every game is supposed to be the same, but what do you tell some of the young guys who maybe don't know a lot about it and how much it means to, to the city? Yeah, I think I think you just you know you, you, your approach your approach um, for me is is not going to be really any different than than previous weeks. Uh, it's a division game, we know that. You know, we we slipped up earlier in a division. You know, you remind the team that, that, you know, if you want to be one of the teams at the end of the year, you got to handle your division opponents, all that, and, and coaches around the league are, are telling their teams that when it comes to division games. You can you can also, you know, visit a little bit of the history of, of this game and, you know, the times that I played here and, you know, coached here before, and just talk about it's, it, it is a little bit different, but, um, you know, our guys have just got to come, come ready to play and, and uh, it's, it's a road game. Obviously, we lost, you know, to Washington on the road there, and we got to make sure we handle that. And and uh, you know, it's Sunday night football, the, the pressure of that, and, and playing, and and you know, we can lean back on the Monday night experience a little bit there. And, uh, but but you just try to keep it as as business as usual, you know, as you go through the as you go through the week. So you, you know, you've had uh, all three tight ends back. You've continued to use Tobin in terms of a, a jumbo package, um, uh, but generally you've run out of those those sets, um, is there a disadvantage when you do that because teams generally know what's, what's coming or, or do you feel like just the size will, will generally give you Yeah, that you know? know, it's it's funny, uh, I say it's funny, I mean, you know, teams teams that, that do that tend to run the ball a little bit more in those situations and and, and just even the other day against Minnesota, um, you know, they knew exactly where we were going to run and it's still an eight-yard gain. So. I don't put a lot of emphasis really on personnel on the field. Um, Does it give us a little leg up sometimes in the run game? Yes. Does it tip our hat? Probably. Um, But at the same time, we also have throws that we could design and have up in those situations to kind of counteract that. Is that something you would have ever used had you not had injuries at the tight end position or, you know, did did those injuries kind of breed? Well, early in the season, the injuries obviously kind of led into us having that extra, you know, tackle play uh, play those positions, and the Monday Night Chicago game, we had both uh, Wiz and Tobe on the field at the same time. And um, it's something that we utilize every week. Um, we're putting we're putting things in in the run game, and in the pass game a couple times. In fact, you know, last week we had a couple throws with with Tobin in the game. We just didn't get to him, uh, just didn't call him. So um, it's something we're going to continue to work. Um, it's great in short yardage, great in goal line situations, obviously, and and. Uh, you know the ability to run the football uh, with a bigger body can, can help me. And these, DNs are, these DNs are pretty good players so um, bigger body on, on them as well. Uh, so, well about Carson Wentz's performance against the Vikings, what are, what are you and John and Frank doing this week in terms of coaching points of emphasis for your rookie quarterback? Well, it starts with fundamentals and it starts with mechanics. He missed a few throws to his left some wide open throws to his left. Um, Trey Burton, Zach Ertz, to to name two. So we got to get him. We got to get him refocused on just his fundamentals. You know, right-handed quarterback, hips, shoulders, eyes, all of that. Feet uh, working to the left. That's an ongoing. Um, goes all the way back to what we mentioned even in training camp with the fundamentals and the mechanics. So we're we're constantly every day working on that with him. And you know, and, and then the other thing is <clears throat> that we're seeing and that that we're we're getting him. Um, situational football, just knowing down in distance, how, how how if it's third down, if it's second down, first and second down, what are defenses trying to do, who do we have in the game personnel wise, those are all things now that that we're trying to bring uh, into his game and that he understands and he understands that it's just now sort of we have to magnify it just a little bit. He has to know if Darren Sproles is in the backfield as opposed to, you know, Ryan Matthews or, or Wendell and uh, because angles change on the run game and things like that. So we keep constantly talking about, about these these issues uh, each and every week uh, because every week's a little different. When, Mendel's when he's strong to the left, what specifically are you talking about? Specifically is, um, his target line, meaning his feet, his shoulders, eyes, being in, in line with his target. And, and uh, when he doesn't open up his front hip, he tends to, th- and most quarterbacks would say, and this happens to him, uh, if he doesn't open up his left hip, let's say he's going to throw the ball behind. Um, if he overstrides, the ball is going to sail. Um, so those are all things that we keep working on in practice and try to put him in in game-like situations in our in our drill work uh, to help him just uh, sort of eliminate some of that stuff to his left. There reports that the Eagles are looking to trade for a receiver prior to the trade deadline. Is there any legitimacy? Legitimacy to that, and are you happy with her current? Players? There's no legitimacy to that, and I'm, I'm thrilled with the guys we have, and and, and going to work with them every day. Doug, your tight ends have got only eight passes in the last three games, just three of them for first downs. Is that a concern? Is it just the way things have gone in those games? Uh, it, it, it's a little of both, but I'll tell you this: it's more, it's more just the way things have gone, uh, and, and this kind of goes back to Sal's question on on you know getting carson familiar with with who's on the field and knowing concepts and knowing coverage and things like that and you know um we're constantly as quarterbacks we're constantly learning um every single week and every week's different um and and so sometimes it's just uh it's just understanding the design of a play and and knowing what the defense has given us so um It's not. It's not a scheme thing. It's not, you know, um, a personnel thing or anything like that. It's just now we just got to make sure that we're um, we're all on the same page offensively with some of the some of the things that we're doing. So Mm -hmm. to be clear, you guys aren't trying to to upgrade at the wide receiver position in in front of the trade deadline. Well, look. I mean, you say upgrade. I mean, I think every team's trying to upgrade every position if you could, but not at this time, no. Nelson can stretch it. Josh can stretch it. But I think I think I think it's uh, um, I think it's uh, protection design of the play. When when I when I think of stretching the field, I mean a guy can run fast, and I can be stretching the field. But who can really take the top off? I mean, th- those two guys are, are two that can do that. What's kind of keeping Sorry. What's kind of keeping guys like Nelson and Josh from from being more consistent? You know. <laughs>
1: like well I josh
0: was pretty efficient last week i mean he 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 caught some nice balls you know the a couple in the red zone and a couple of bubble slant combinations that we do with him and that that's kind of what what and who josh is and the kickoff return obviously i mean you know these are these are things josh can do and and uh, he's another one much like dgb that you try to find every week just more opportunities and you know when you have 22, 23 pass attempts and another 26 or so running attempts, there's just, there's not that many plays. And, and so we have them in every week. You know, we just, it's my job, I guess, to call them in situations where, where we can utilize them. But um, sometimes it's just the circumstance of the game. The running game as well as defense being a big part of the formula, would you say is accurate to Use the term "game managers" when you talk about Prescott and Wentz. Now, why is the term "game manager" not a negative way to describe a quarterback? Uh, yeah, I, I obviously don't think it's a negative way to describe any quarterback. If, if number one, if they're efficient with their throws, high, high, per, you know, high completion percentages, say in the upper sixties, mid to upper sixties, they're not turning the football over. Um, I think play play callers can help in that. In that situation, you you take more calculated risks than than uh, just winging the ball, you know, or just trying to attempt at a throw. I think there's a little more calculation involved there from from play callers and, and design, and and the way I think the way they in in, in our case the way he manages our run game, um, we do have we do ask our quarterback to to you know put us in. Run left to run right, or things like that based on front and coverage and, and everything that, that, that teams do. So he manages the game from, from that standpoint sometimes that, that helps us. So, you know, if you're efficient throwing the ball again, completion percentage, you're not turning the ball over and you're converting on third downs, then, then that's, a, that's a pretty good way to manage the game. So we're going to be indoors on, on uh, Sunday night. Um, the last time you played, there were some communication things. How do you get ready? Besides just the, you know, just jacking up the crowd noise in practice. Yeah, we just got a you know point of emphasis this week with the silent cadence, and and uh, we got to obviously iron out some issues with with uh, you know Kelsey and Carson that we saw in the in the game the other day, and we'll fix those. But um, we just got to keep keep hammering away, you know. And and uh, I'll have an opportunity this week to go indoors and, and crank the noise up again, and and and, uh, and just keep. Just keep chiseling away at it and and, uh, and go from there. Okay. Thanks.